0: All right, hello everyone, and welcome again to another episode of the Dealerscope podcast. I am Mike Burns, uh, web and social media editor at Dealerscope, and I have the privilege of welcoming our two guests. Uh, Rob Tobias, CEO and President of HDMI Licensing Administrator, Inc., and Trudy Bordy, Vice President of Licensing at HDMI Licensing Administrator, Inc. Uh, thank you both for coming on. Do you want to take a chance to introduce yourselves? Sure.
1: So, uh, well, uh, we're excited to be here. It's always a pleasure be on Dealerscope Podcast. Uh, my name is Rob Tobias. I'm the CEO of HDMI LA, for short, uh, we're the organization that licenses the HDMI intellectual property uh, specifications and uh, markets uh, around the HDMI technology. We have over 2,000 companies around the world who have adopted the HDMI technology who ship almost a billion products a year. Trudy?
2: Great, thanks Rob. Um, great to be here. I like I appreciate being asked to be a part of the Dealerscope. Uh, my name of course is Trudy Bordy. I'm VP of Licensing at HDMI LA. I've been here about 15 years now, so I know pretty pretty good about what's going on around the world of, of HDMI. Um, my team is responsible for all of the enforcement, all of the uh, brand protections throughout the world uh, worldwide. So we have quite a bit of uh, work ahead of us and uh, we do quite a bit of work um, to ensure that brand is protected.
0: That's great, that's great. well, thank you again both uh both of you for for being on the show um Rob, let's just jump right into things and talk a little bit about trends and opportunities. How is the optimism among manufacturers impacting their preparations uh, for the upcoming q four selling season?
1: So this year we're seeing much more uh, positive optimism as we enter the uh, the uh, uh, holiday shopping season here, which is the biggest selling season for consumer electronics. Uh, Supply chain issues have mostly been ironed out. Uh, Consumer sentiment uh, uh, is increasing. Inflation is coming down. Uh, So we expect to see a a fairly strong holiday shopping season.
0: Can you provide some examples of HDMI 2.1b features that are now available um, even in more affordable TVs and gear?
1: So HDMI 2.1 has a a wide range of features that really enhance the audio and video experience. And it has now come across all the product lines from the premium 8K TVs all the way down to the value price, uh, 32-inch TVs is there. Uh, We're seeing such things as 4K at 120, 8K uh, gaming features as well. So one of the things we like to emphasize to the dealer channel is 8K is a premium product. Now, while there's not a wide av- uh, wide availability of 8K content yet, the product is built with the best panels, the best processor speakers, and it has an amazing upscaler. So it'll take anywhere from 480, 1080p, 4K content, upscale it, Uh, using artificial intelligence algorithms and give a very premium video and audio experience. Uh, These are also the higher ASPs, higher margin products. Uh, They're also very future proof. So we like to uh, tell the dealers, this is a great thing to steer your customers to who are looking for the ultimate uh, AV experience.
0: No, interesting. I was just going to say, you know, in the realm of gaming, uh, you know, you mentioned a little bit about that. Um, What products and accessories are kind of currently driving high interest in? Are there any supply issues to be aware of?
1: So, uh, you know, a couple Christmases ago and even last Christmas, there were still a lot of supply chain issues, both with consoles and especially with the uh, high end GPU gaming cards for uh, gaming PCs. Those have seemed to have worked itself out, so we see this uh, holiday season to be uh, plentiful supply for those. And it's, and those will continue to drive the upgrade for uh, gaming monitors, TVs, and accessories that uh, support the gaming ecosystem. And we're also seeing a convergence between TVs and monitors uh, to support the gaming uh, platforms. Uh, With HDMI 2.1, we've introduced uh, gaming features such as high refresh rates, such as 4K 120, 4K 144, uh, variable refresh rate, otherwise known as VRR, and ALM, auto low latency mode, that will put the display into the lowest latency mode and support
0: uh, gaming. Moving forward, what are some of the benefits of investing in an HDMI-enhanced audio return channel, uh, soundbar, uh, and how does it enhance the overall entertainment experience for consumers?
1: And We we like to emphasize for dealers, resellers, retailers, uh, if you're selling a a TV, uh, this is a great opportunity to sell a sound system to go along with it. Uh, TV speakers are okay, but with a very minor upgrade to a soundbar uh, using the enhanced audio return channel, just connect the HDMI cable between the display and the soundbar. Now you have a significantly much more rich audio experience. Uh, I hear complaints all the time that people say, I can't hear the dialogue. Well, this is uh, many of these uh, soundbars and AVR systems have a uh, uh, um, voice enhancement technology built into them. Also, if you want to have immersive fields of sound, if you're playing a movie, a game, uh, the uh, eARC supports the high-bit audio and the object-oriented immersive sounds coming from Dolby Atmos and DTSX. So we strongly recommend uh, add a soundbar to the sale uh, for higher-end experience, Sell them an AVR with uh, a full surround sound speaker package. And to learn more on the HDMI.org website, we have a blog that goes
0: into really good detail about the benefits and features around EARC. Great, thanks, Rob. So now turning over to Trudy, um, let's look at things from a uh, manufacturer's side. Um, how do manufacturers often discover they have sourced unlicensed products? Um, And what are the potential consequences, including penalties or maybe even loss of contracts?
2: Sure, sure. So a lot of times um, the retailers and resellers are looking at when they go through their sourcing uh, products, um, they don't know that some of their manufacturers may be unlicensed. Um, And a lot of times the manufacturers, you know, they switch them, you know, their suppliers in and out. Um, So some of the things that happen is that you end up having some shipments that come through, say, retailer resellers getting ready, like we talked about Q4 with with the holiday season coming up. Um, they've got shipments coming in and they're looking for products to be, you know, into their marketplaces, whether it be online, brick and mortar. Um, and then we get the phone calls and the shipments have been stopped and detained at customs. So, of course, a lot of times these resellers and the retailers are calling us going, what happened? My manufacturer sent these products and, of course, they're not licensed or they're, they're, they're stopping them. And I don't understand why they're stopping these products. So we go looking through, you know, we work with customs and we find out what's going on and we let the um retailers and the resellers know that unfortunately the most of the times when any product is stopped and detained at customs um, it's because the manufacturer is unlicensed and they didn't have the right to use the IP. Um and unfortunately there's nothing that HDMILA can do to release that product because that product was license, was unlicensed at the time of manufacturing. What happens basically then is then those products end up becoming uh seized um, then the retailer resellers, um, have to work with customs and border patrol to figure out what they need, what happens with that. And a lot of times what ends up going down is they have the destruction of the product. So then now here you have your, you know, where the consumers are not going to get their holiday products on the market, you know, in the marketplace and the shelves. Um, because of course the resellers were unable to obtain the product. Um, a lot of times there could be some penalties, um, You know, from sourcing unlicensed products depends on how customs wants to work with that. Uh, We have a really strong relationship with customs and Border Patrol um, to make sure that, you know, we support their efforts by reviewing and looking at product, whether it be licensed or unlicensed and letting us know.
0: Interesting. Um, you know, I've definitely been in a situation where I've gotten something really cheap, maybe, you know, at a, at a thrift store or a gas station, and, yeah. you know, I've gotten it just for convenience sake. And when I've tried it out on my electronics, like it just doesn't really kind of work the same and it feels just kind of off. Um, yeah. I guess that kind of leads me into my next question of like, what are some performance issues associated with unlicensed uh, and uncertified products?
2: Absolutely. And I've done the same thing myself as well. You know, I've bought product because I needed something right away and, you know, you plug it in and it works for a little bit and then all of a sudden it doesn't work. So, you know, when you have a licensed product, it has to comply with our test specifications. There's performance issues that it needs to pass. Um, Safety, you know, any type of safety regulations, making sure that it's not going to burn up on you or, or anything of that nature. So anytime you have an unlicensed product, those typically are not going to comply with the specification guidelines. So you don't know exactly what you're going to get. It could be very, you know, cheaply made. It could be, um, you know, it's not going to adhere to all the, the, the performance and you're just going to end up with something that's going to break down the line. And it doesn't necessarily always have to be, you know, one product because or excuse me it would typically be one product so again if you keep in mind when you're looking at a set you're going to have like a tv you're going to have an hdmi cable and you're going to have say a set top box or a a game console all three of those need to be licensed and the what you're looking for is for product confirmation to ensure that all three of those are going to work together and when you buy something in the middle whether it be from the tv the game console or the cable that's unlicensed and doesn't conform with the specifications you know, you may have a TV that gets returned because it was a cable issue or the game console gets returned because if it was a, a, a TV issue, if you're if you ensure that all three products are from a licensed manufacturer, 100 percent of the time, you're going to have a product that's going to work seamlessly.
0: Great, great. Yeah. And, you know, that that sounds um easier just uh, on you on the back end. I've definitely dealt with uh, customer support and returns in the back, and that could be a headache. But, you know, you mentioned safety, and that's not even something I really kind of considered in the past. Like, um, what are some other safety concerns related to counterfeit products?
2: Well, and this goes for a lot of different things, not just HDMI, but for safety protocols, you have things where you could have things that start fires. You could have things that, you know, a lot of people don't realize if you buy certain medications or stuff that might be counterfeit, that could be dangerous to your health. So when you look at, when you try to remember when you buy anything and you buy the the um, legitimate licensed product you're going to know that it's going to conform with the manufacturer's um, specifications it's going to be safe for you you're not going to have fires you're not going to have hazardous materials you're not going to have anything that's going to endanger you Um, you know i've heard stories about people buying you know brake pads you know for their bicycles you know off of you know some websites put them on there and then they put them on their kids bikes the kids take off downhill and because it's not a licensed product that they fail And then someone gets hurt. So that's what you want to make sure is when you buy legitimate licensed products, you know, the safety is going to be there for you. When you look into counterfeit products, it's not going to be 100 percent and it could it could cause an injury. It could cause something to happen. And that's just something you want to keep in mind when you're looking at something that's counterfeit.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but maybe in the context of HDMI and HDMI-LA products, uh, what are the risks associated with unlicensed products, and you know how can retailers ensure that they receive only licensed products from their suppliers?
2: Sure. So we always try to work with our retailers and resellers, whether it be online or the brick and mortar places. And we try to make sure that they understand how to look for a licensed manufacturer online um, on our HDMI.org website. We always list the active adopters uh, or licensees. We call them adopters um, that they can look for to ensure that they're sourcing from a licensed manufacturer. We try to work with them so that they understand how to um, where to look, where to go and how to make sure that they get that. You know, if you don't have a licensed product, there's a lot of, you know, like we talked about earlier with customs and seizures, um, they could lose money. They could lose uh, uh, potential um, future sales for um, different manufacturers. You know, when you source from manufacturers, um, we had one happen a while back that was during the holiday season that – a huge shipment right before Christmas got seized, and they ended up sourcing from an, uh, an unlicensed company, and they lost the sale. They lost all of the revenue from that product, and it was it was hundreds of thousands of dollars that were gonna be on the market, you know, within the market, going out to the market. Um so they they ended up losing a lot of money, a lot of reputation from there. Um the the licensed, the unlicensed company ends up, you know, of course, bearing the brunt because the the manufacturer excuse me, the um the retailers paid the manufacturer for the product and now the product's gotten stopped. So now they've lost all the money that they actually put out for this product. And now they're not going to get their revenue back from that. So there's a lot of different pieces by, you know, from sourcing from unlicensed companies that uh, there's a monetary damage to that as well.
0: Interesting. Um, And that's interesting that you provide some of that information uh, for for consumers online. Um, You know, Rob had mentioned a little bit about uh, the the website as well. Um, Are there any other resources uh, on your website that help consumers uh, know a little bit more about the industry? and? Um, maybe just consumer electronics in general?
2: Yeah. So the hdmi.org website has a lot of a lot of information, Um, anywhere from the technical side to um, we have a lot of different resources there. Uh, we talk about testing. We talk about ultra high speed cables. We talk about the premium cables, um, the licensing and the trademarks. We always talk about that. Um on top of knowing about if you're looking for a licensed adopter um, to make sure that your manufacturer's licensed, we also have our terminated list. So if you happen to find that your retailer or excuse me your manufacturer is on the terminated list, you know for sure you definitely don't want to source from them. Um, and then on top of that too, something another things that we have is that. Uh, we, we launched this earlier this year, and it's called our HDMI Authenticate program. And if you go into our resources page under the report, yeah, licensing and trademarks, and report an infringer, anybody can anonymously report somebody that they feel is unlicensed or infringing on our trademarks or feel that their product is counterfeit. You go in there and you basically put in the link, you put in what the company name is, um, the brand of the product. Um, where the URL that you actually found it and how do you think that was actually infringing? And then what we do is that that notice comes over to us and then our enforcement team will take that and, and vet it and run it and see if we can actually find out who the manufacturer is. And if we do for sure find out that somebody is un unlicensed, we do our best to try to bring them on board and bring them to become into licensed. And we promote the benefits of that, you know, that you can have, you know, manufacturers now can go to retailers and resellers that, you know, and, and. Show that you're licensed and show that your products have passed testing and that they're going to be legitimate and they're going to be exactly what the consumers are looking for. And then you're not going to have the issues with detentions and seizures and destruction and monetary issues going down the down that path. But it's become a really great uh, area for individuals as well as other companies to share who they feel that maybe even their uh, competitor you know, that they're, they have a competitor down the street that's not licensed and they're getting frustrated. So they'll kind of, you know, rattle on them and and tell them that we should go take a look at them to try to get them licensed as well. So we try to make sure that even though we have the counterfeiters out there, um, We support our adopter base, but then we also try to make sure that if there's counterfeiters out there, we're trying to stop them. We're trying to ensure that we bring them on board. We try to make sure that we get them licensed so that we can try to level the playing field. And I could go into all kinds of stories about what we do with counterfeiters out in China and and raids and factory raids and things like that to try to get these guys licensed if they don't want to become licensed on a positive level. We try to take a positive approach first. And then, of course, there's a negative way you can go after these guys as well.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Trudy, uh, for that. That was great. Uh, Thank you again, uh, Trudy and Rob, uh, for taking the time to come on the Dealerscope podcast. Uh, It was great to, to be able to meet you both.
2: Great. Thank you, Michael.
0: Our pleasure. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great rest of the day.